0: Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. This is our Walking Dead series. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And this week, we are, of course, recapping last night's amazing episode, season seven, episode three, The Cell. Um, And as you can tell from that intro music we just played, which is um, a song I will never be able to listen to again and gives me nightmares, (laughs) it was absolutely terrifying. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that was so creepy. Well, I mean, that was like the worst torture ever, except if they had like done nickelback or um I'm trying to think of another like really terrible song. But you know what it reminded me of, Liz? It reminded me of the supernatural episode Heat of the Moment. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yes, yeah, it did.
1: When they played Asia. <laughs> yeah, that's what it I every time that scene came on of Daryl and the cell with the with that song I kept thinking of Supernatural. I just had to throw that out there.
0: I, um, I I just I think that's an awesome comparison. Of course, it's a little bit more lighthearted on supernatural. Have if supernatural right. was on any other network than the CW, I feel like it would be more Walking Dead esque. But mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, this episode was it, it kept bothering me like the more I've thought about it during the day today, like it keeps bothering Mm -hmm. me more and more. Like that was so absolutely and completely fucked up. And I think it showed, it made me think even worse of Negan. Like he's a straight up psychopath and he just, Oh yeah. He he tortures people into submission and gives them no choice. And Mm -hmm. I still don't feel bad for Dwight because I still think he's a piece of shit. But, um, you see why they all act the way they do. Because Negan, to me, and I know we'll dive more into this, but I'm just kind of like letting it ramble off my tongue now. To me, Mm -hmm. Negan empowers his followers to channel the worst part of themselves. And that's like liberating for them. And they're like, well, as long as I just do this shit and I can act like this, I get to do whatever I want. You know, right, And so it's just – yeah, it's like this weird um, – it's almost got like a cult vibe to it, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, and he's like – I mean, he's brainwashed them um, for sure um, into thinking if they do these horrible things, uh, you know, they get these, you know, awesome things back, like a cool room or getting to do whatever the hell they want and eat delicious sandwiches. And I mean, but what do you – what do you have to do in response to that or to get that? And I think I really liked seeing everything with Dwight in this episode. I mean, he definitely struggled with killing that dude. Um, and we saw him looking at him once he was a walker. You can see that he is really struggling with his role within the community, I think. And that it just goes to show how tight of a hold he can have on all of them. I mean, a lot of them are probably not happy being there. Um, and with the things they have to do, and yet they still stay. So that just shows the power of Negan that he has that tire of a hold on all of these people that would seemingly never betray him.
0: I want to know if they'll, and I don't know if this is necessary that they'll dive this deep into it, but I want to know how, like that one guy was saying, why don't we all rebel? Why do we have to listen to him? Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if they'll show he has to have some sort of like super duper loyal, like, co- like a core five, you know, like yeah. a hand man that he talked about that he right. knows will have his back and that he doesn't have to blackmail into following him because if everyone that follows him is just blackmailed into it, then it's kind of like, okay, it's eventually not going to work. You know but what I mean? You also
1: have to think like what else is out there that's better for them. You know what I mean? they, have they're kind of living the good life, apocalypse style, over there in that community, and you know they're giving up a lot if they go against him and rebel, or they leave. Um, you know they might not ever have it that good again, as far as like security and food and, and shelter and all of that. So I think there's probably a lot of fear of the unknown too that that goes into it that people might not want to leave. They just deal with it because
0: you know they might not think
1: there's any better out there so that could also be a part of it i suppose
0: i also loved how uh they like you were saying we saw how dwight got to be the way he is and uh, well and it you know sort of i mean i know they did it like in a quick episode but i think uh it's it showed a lot when dwight couldn't shoot his friend while you know in the face like he was like I can't have you looking at me while I do this he waited till he turned his back mm-hmm. and i think that i mean Dwight still has some weaknesses and he keeps telling i think he's jealous of Daryl's courage a little bit or envious of it and yeah. that's why he gets so mad because he's like you know you're this is the only choice you have like i don't understand why you're doing this this is the only choice you have and i thought it was so powerful when Daryl said i understand why you did it because he learns about Shelly, you know, and how mm-hmm. Negan is not marrying Shelly or married to Shelly, blah, 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 blah. And he says and that's why, that's the same reason why I can't. You know, it's uh-huh. like I I can't do that because in order you in order to honor your wife and to keep your wife safe, you allow this to happen to her. And to me that was Daryl saying, in order to honor Glenn's death, in order to make it worth something, I have to honor him by not submissing. Yeah. Like, I and have
1: Submitting to. would, yeah, and it would be like a betrayal to Rick and the rest of the gang, I think. I loved learning Dwight's backstory. How completely effed up is it that <laughs> Megan is married to his ex and, you know, Dwight has to walk around and see that all the time? That's insane. Well, and it's not really his
0: ex. <laughs> it's only his ex because... Right. They were trying to so make like, it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not even like, oh, that's super awkward. That was my ex from college. Like, it's like yeah, no, that basically is still your wife. And now it it makes sense as to why he said, I don't want to take like the free sex you're offering me from whatever weird like sex room. Yeah, Negan, Neg- yeah has, like, I forgot Negan has. about
1: that. That was so weird. I totally forgot about that. Ew. Um. Yeah. To me, I don't know how I feel about. Dwight with all of that. I would like to think that my husband would never let that happen, even if I chose that. You know what I mean? I would it's hard for me to see like Dwight, a man that like loved Sherry so much, like sit around and deal with that and not get her out of that situation. You know what I I don't know. I mean I know he's doing it so that she doesn't get killed and he doesn't get killed, but it's just odd. I don't know. It's all just really uncomfortable and I hate it and I feel kind of bad for Dwight. Now so think he's kind of a little bitch.
0: So. He is a little bitch. I don't think he was ever not a little bitch, but I think it just shows <laughs> the kind of hold that Negan has on these people. Yeah. I mean, and it's and he even I mean, look at how Rick in the preview for next week says everything it's all Negan's. Like it's all Negan's. Mm-hmm. But we talked about that last week and how we think he's just he's like as long as I know everyone's safe for now. You know, we can plan something else out later. I still think that'll be yeah. the goal. But he knows everyone is yeah. here for the time being, so that's his first priority.
1: Did you see how pissed um, Sean looked in the previews for next episode? Like, she's not having it. Did you see that? Oh yeah, she's not having it at all. No she way. Like, simmer down, because if she dies, I'm not gonna. I am not gonna cope well with that. Um.
0: I don't think she'll die. First of all, it's uh, if someone else dies at this point, it's, it's like these deaths are going to lose their impact and their meaning. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not going to happen yet. I definitely think more fucked up stuff is going to happen. And with, I mean, with Daryl, that was, it was like the most. I mean, I know that nothing can beat the season premiere, so I'm not going to compare anything to the season premiere. Right. But I hadn't felt that sick to my stomach since I don't know when. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, yeah. oh, my God, that was horrible. And then how um, – this is like a side note, but how, like, nasty his outfit was and, like – how he hadn't showered or any of that. I thought of a really good cosplay. I think I'm going to play that song on like a Bluetooth speaker and wear that outfit that says A on it. <laughs> Would that be, that's is that like too so soon? Good. Is that too much or is that a good one?
1: No, it's not. It's nothing's ever too soon. I was going for Halloween, so is that too soon?
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. You definitely were going for Halloween. You have blood all over you. Yeah.
1: Um, no, and I thought it was interesting. He, did, he barely talks the whole time. It was hard for me to really understand how he was feeling underneath all that hair. I couldn't see his eyes, um, but I assumed that he was really upset. (laughs) Um, And he ate those dog food sandwiches like a champ, but, like, they don't realize he was eating worms last season. Like, it was, like, a grilled cheese sandwich. So I don't think he was too concerned about the dog food.
0: Yeah, he he definitely wasn't concerned about the dog food. It's, like, really, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a lot tougher to break Daryl. And Daryl is, like, the most loyal, loyal person ever. Mm -hmm. And I just, oh my gosh, Norman Reedus, when he finally broke down, when they put that Polaroid in there and played that song, he cried. He delivered an outstanding performance. That was like fabulous. He did a really, really great job. That episode was just, that episode
1: was really good. And I think the purpose of it was to show how truly psycho Negan is and how intricate his tactics are, I guess, of breaking people down and keeping people submissive. I mean, it's just insane. And I think it's also really, I think it was cool to see the kingdom and King Ezekiel and how he rules and keeps this loyal following and then flash to Negan, who's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, and the way... He controls people or keeps people, his community safe and runs things. Um, I think that's crazy. I thought that was a really smart idea, but I'm excited to get back to, to Rick and the group and see how they're all coping with it. And when, I don't know when we're going to see Maggie again since she's on the way to Hilltop. We might not see her until, like, episode 5.
0: Yeah, there's, it's, it is getting a little all over the place, which I know is one of your concerns, but I like your point about how they're showing how these different people rule. I really, Mm -hmm. I didn't think of it that way. And, you know, you almost wonder, I mean, Megan, the one thing Megan has over Ezekiel and how he rules, and again, this is just me playing devil's advocate here, is that he is always a hundred percent transparent with his followers. Like, he's like, this is the way it is. You're always going to be informed. You know, this is how, you know, there won't be any other threats out there because I'm doing this. I almost wonder if once shit hits the fan at the kingdom, because come on, we all know that's going to happen at some point. If right. Ezekiel's people will almost feel betrayed. You know, like, why would they fight yeah. for him if he didn't tell them the whole truth? And. Yeah feel prepared. And the fact that they've been pampered for so long, you know, they're going to be like, well, screw that. Like, I don't even know how to fight. Like that one kid was complaining about eating broccoli. Like they literally have had, you know, they don't even know what it's like. I think the one thing that the saviors have over, you know, 90% of the people in the kingdom is that they they know the value of everything that they have. And from what it looks like, the people of the kingdom don't. Yeah. So when it hits yeah. the fan, you know, it's like, uh, I, if I were someone in the kingdom, I'd be like, Ezekiel, um, it looks like you don't have shit under control, and it looks like the sneaking guy does, and he's going to kill us all. If not, Um I can barely, like, cut my pork chop for dinner, so I'm pretty sure I can't <laughs> use it as a weapon to defend myself. <laughs> you know, they're just going to be like, screw it, sure. Yeah, if you keep letting us live like this, we'll do whatever the hell you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I think... I'm guessing what's going to go down would be Ezekiel take in Carol and maybe Morgan and Shiva leaving the community if they're going to go fight, I don't know, uh, fight the saviors and, like, meet up with Rick or something. I I would hate to see the fight go to the kingdom because all those people are going to get slaughtered and that'd be insane. Um, But, yeah, and then we're going to see Rick and uh, the Alexandria community and how they're run. And then we have the Hilltop which is a completely different community, a fourth community, and we're going to see how that's operated. So we have these four distinct communities all very close to each other that are all going to be very different and all under the thumb of Negan and the Saviors, and I think that's I think that's a really cool dynamic. I can't wait to see how they all come together and like the driving force between um like whatever happens that they join up and, like, do a push against Negan. I'm guessing that'll happen at some point at the end of the season. But it's going to be crazy.
0: It's going to be nuts. And I don't think, though, that they'll be – now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more, I can't see them actually – I can't see Negan actually going in and slaughtering a bunch of people because he needs these people Mm -hmm. to work. Like, he needs people in order to tend to all those, you know, gardens and – skinning yeah, the pigs yeah. and doing all that. But it actually makes it worse because then that means if they don't do what he says, he'll, you know, like statistically torture or do something right. like super nasty, even worse than beating someone with Lucille in order mm-hmm. to scare them into continuing to work for him. So I'm more scared of what they'll do if people don't, you know, start to resist him. It won't just be a slaughter. Okay. It'll be like a very, another very disturbing episode. And I don't know and if I can you know,
1: handle it. <laughs> you know they're going to take it there. You know they're going to take it a step further with him each time. Um, they have to. It's just so crazy and so gross. And it's hard because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is so freaking good at that role. So I actually really enjoy his character, but he's psychotic. Um, and my biggest fear for the season is, I guarantee you Shiva is going to die. She's going to get killed, and I think I'll probably cry harder at that than, like, any other thing that's ever happened in the show. I just want to put Shiva in a little bubble. Um,
0: Yeah, Shiva's, like, living right now. Like, she's, like, remember when she was sunbathing Mm -hmm. in episode two? And she's just, like, rocking out. She's just picking pomegranates with Ezekiel, like... (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if Sheba was just like Negan, like, it's fine. Like, I'll just come like chill with you as long as you just let me be. Yeah. She just like puts a paw up and she's like, stop.
1: We can do this. <laughs> oh,
0: Sheba. <That's> <laughs> so what do you think of Sheba Shelley? Like, going to die. Oh, yeah. She's going to die and it's going to be Sherry. horrible. Um, Sherry. The Sherry, Shelly, tomato, tomato. What's her name?
1: The wife girl.
0: Yeah. She's... What's her name?
1: I think it's Sherry.
0: Is it Sherry? Okay. I think so. Um,
1: Sherry. Hmm. That was a very interesting... I think she's ultimately good, and I think that I could see her, Dwight, and Daryl um, forming some kind of behind-the-scenes alliance or not even formally uh, coming together for an alliance. But when push comes to shove, I can see them kind of banding together. Um, Only... God knows what happens to Sherry on a daily basis. I mean, she's has to be married to Negan and be with him all the time. I'm sure she's ready to get the f out of there. I'm guessing we'll have an episode that kind of shows where she's at psychologically. Um, I think she's. I think she's going to be a really good character, and I think that she's ultimately a really good person. And when push comes to shove, I think she's going to be on on Daryl's side.
0: I think so too. I think so too. And I'm not sure what she was like in the comics and I don't really want to look it up, but um, I think that I don't think she's tough by any means. Um, She's definitely a survivor and will do what is necessary to survive. So my only concern is that she'll, I mean, Daryl should never, I don't think Daryl should ever trust her again, because even if, her feelings for him are genuine that she wants, you know, and right. telling him to just do what he says, you know, please it'll be easier because she feels bad for him. I think mm-hmm. Daryl also knows that she means that, but he also can't trust her so, no. because she'll always be out for herself. So it's just, it's an interesting, i do not it's just like a super interesting way of introducing all of these characters because it's like, God, mm-hmm. I want to trust them and I want to feel bad for them. But I also know that, they'll do horrible things in order to stay alive. So they're doing the same. I mean, so I'm hoping that maybe they'll see that obviously Rick and go have done some horrible things in order to survive, but they've always tried to keep their humanity while doing it. Or someone has Mm -hmm. tried to put them in check like Glenn. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, when there will at some point be a time when, you know, the kingdom Hilltop and Alexandria go against Negan, I'm not sure how that'll even happen or what they'll do, but when right. that eventually does happen, I wonder if the people of um, the sanctuary will say, will look at Rick and be like, oh, so it doesn't have to be like Megan.
1: Yeah, and I think I love what they're doing right now, and especially seeing more about Dwight. It continues this whole theme that the show always, plays with which is is anyone really good? Is there really good and bad in this world anymore? Like who is truly good and what does that even mean? You know, nobody mm-hmm. is free of doing terrible things like you were saying. Everyone's done it. I mean, people aren't on different. Like ends of the spectrum. Megan is obviously just psychotic. He's truly evil and Gareth was a different story because he was eating people and he didn't have to But, you know, a lot of the other people that we've seen that we view as bad guys, you know, are they really? I mean, everybody is doing what they have to to survive and coming from different backgrounds and different experiences. And I don't know. I I just love that they introduce all these new characters that they can't really be described as as good or bad. I think that that's really cool because, I mean, I still blame Rick for everything that happened. Because he wanted to go in and kill all those saviors all willy nilly, without getting the facts and knowing what's going down, that was straight up murder. So I blame him for setting everything into motion.
0: I do too, yeah. and I think he blames himself, and that's why he's like, "We have to listen to him because he knows mm-hmm. it's his fault." Yeah. I just oh I god, it. I feel, I don't even like thinking about. I know that that was the one thing that we couldn't really wrap our heads around when it happened was when they all went in there to kill Negan's guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, I feel, I mean, I know that was to show kind of how cocky Rick was getting and how he thought they had just made it, but it's like, and and, and I don't know, maybe this um, in a kind of a really messed up way humbles Rick into, into thinking, into being, well, of course it'll do it in, and helping him be a better leader. But Mm -hmm. like, if this never happened to them with Negan, you know, that whole season premiere and finale from last season, if this had never happened, then what path would Rick have started going down? Would Rick have just become Negan? You know, like in a way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it makes you wonder what happened to Negan to make him become who he is. I mean, We don't know a lot of these people what they've been through to make them who they are now, which is very Mm -hmm. interesting because all these experiences that they've been having, Rick and them have led them to be the type of group, for Rick to be the type of leader that he is. And that's really interesting because, yeah, I think if he was so on his high horse thinking he was king shit, isn't that what uh, Megan called him? I think Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, if he hadn't been knocked down a few pegs, where would the group be now? They'd be getting probably a little bit too ballsy. I think it was only a matter of time regardless until something bad happened because they were being so forceful about stuff. And,
0: yeah, they were not humble at all. So very interesting. It is. It is interesting. I mean, so I, so it shows in next week's episode. So let's talk about next week's episode. It showed in the preview that Megan is going to come to Alexandria you know, he's just doing a little follow-up work just to lay down the ground rules for what he expects right, right. from Alexandria. And of course, you know, we see Nick or we see Nick, we see Rick. Um, is that like their couple name? Nick and Nick, uh, yeah. Regan. <laughs> see, I just said Nick and Regan. What is wrong with me? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so with Rick saying, you know, everything belongs to Negan now, I'm assuming that Negan's there while he's saying that. And, you know, he's, He's he's putting on a show. I mm-hmm. I I still think I Nick. Oh my God, Rick has not given <laughs> up. Like he hasn't given up. He's just right. he's, he's just submissing for now. But what do you think will yeah. happen? Do you think that? Um, I mean, do you think shit will go down in Alexandria, or will it be kind of one of those episodes that lays the foundation for? Um, I, first I, I don't well, know. Did
1: they say that it was a ninety-minute long episode next week? Yes. Okay. So I don't think anyone's going to get killed in Alexandria during this first visit. I think Rick's going to be, be totally submissive. He's going to have gotten all of the Alexandrians up to speed and tell them to basically just comply. I think Megan will pull his scare tactics and act like a psycho just to freak people out. Um, but I think, I mean, I'm just predicting that everybody, everything will go smoothly this time, because um, I'm guessing Rick won't even dare to attack Megan or do anything in retaliation unless he has the support of way more people. Because um, oh, yeah. the Alexandrians, they don't know how to fight. So um, something has to come together with Hilltop, the kingdom, and Alexandria before anything like that happens. I don't know. I don't think Megan's going to kill anybody. I'd like to think that with that extra 30 minutes that we'll be getting, that we'll see Maggie reach Hilltop kind of get an update on her, make sure her and the baby are okay, see where she's at mentally after the day of her husband, because um, I think we need to go ahead and dive into that that fourth community. But I don't know. I think it's it's going to be tense and Negan's going to be psycho, but I don't think anyone's going to die. That's my prediction.
0: I don't think anyone's going to die either. I agree with your per- prediction 100%. I think that um, there might be some bombs dropped as far as, Rick maybe be reaching – because if I remember correctly, the leader of Hilltop, I forget his name, kind of sucks. Um,
1: yeah, his name is Gregory.
0: Gregory, yeah. He's the worst. So I think um, – I mean, he's not the worst, but he's just kind of like lame. Yeah. So I, I'm hesitant to see how – I'm hesitant to see if that Rick actually like goes to him for help. So I'm wondering – where Rick will go to first to learn more about Negan. So that way he can maybe somehow bargain for Daryl. I think he'll, he'll yeah. definitely try to uh, get yeah. Daryl back. So Absolutely. I think I forgot about that. Yeah. So I think that'll be his, his mission, but I'm not exactly sure how they'll play it out because I really, I, mm. I really don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how Rick's going to be because I think the previews, of course, I don't believe anything the previews say. They just try to, they don't really show you anything. So I'm right. I'm nervous. I'm nervous.
1: I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I know. I think at the end of this episode or somewhere in the episode, you know, we're going to see Rick completely um, being submissive to Negan. But I think at the end, we'll see him either talking to Michonne or somebody and him basically alluding to the fact that, like, he's not done fighting yet. Just, like, waiting for the right time. Um, Because I think we as an audience need to see that there's still that fighter left in Rick and that Rick, you know, wants to get Daryl back and everything, so...
0: I I don't know. It's going to be crazy. It It is going to be be crazy, crazy and I'm really excited. I'm loving the season (laughs) so far. Um, Of course, we'll be putting up different theory posts on purefandom.com, so make sure you check that out. We have um, Mm -hmm. a really good post on there if you are a spoiler brat and you just want to know everything in under 1,000 words um about negan and the saviors and kingdom you can check that out we have a post on in our walking dead section on purefandom.com and if you love podcasts we have a bunch of podcasts new podcasts so we have of course brad and court talk which is our hit podcast if you love any shows on the sci-fi network currently they're recapping van helsing and they have a ton of the stars on their show which is super awesome and um, the executive producer of the show recently endorsed them as one of the best fan uh, recaps of the show, which is pretty awesome. And then, of course, you have Talking TV with Liz and Lundu. We have Super Talk, which is our newest podcast about um the awesome show Supergirl. And then we have our random podcast, our Pure Phantom Originals, where we just use as an outlet to spew our crazy theories. Currently, we have a bunch of Star Wars theories running. So make sure you go ahead and check that out under podcast as well. Um, did I get all our plugs in? Are we
1: good? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just we've been doing a lot of giveaways lately for different shows. So make sure that you're following us at Be Fandom on Facebook and Pier Underscore Fandom on Twitter and Instagram. That way you know what's going on and you can win some swag. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Until yeah, next think time I when think. we uh, break down episode four, the 90-minute long episode, we'll probably end up free. I bet you like a bunch of people die and we'll be crying on the podcast.
0: I know, I'm going to need a beer oh, for yeah. that one, like, for sure. Multiple, multiple beers. We all right,
1: guys, well, case. that's all we have. <laughs> what?
0: We can get a case, and, um, yeah, because isn't a case come with 30 beers, so that way we can drink a beer for each extra minute that the show has, and it's 30 extra minutes. We could do that. Or yeah. we
1: could do a keg, and we could do keg stands every time Negan says something psycho.
0: We might have to make a video if we do that because I I have a feeling that'll be good.
1: Yeah. I also might throw up in your basement and redo that just
0: to forewarn you. That's okay. We're going to redo it soon, so we're ripping out the carpet anyways so it works out.
1: Oh, perfect. Cannot wait. All right, guys. (laughs) Stay tuned for next week. We'll recap episode four. Um, And until then, gates out.